We're here at the start where the words fall apart, where language is lost in the wind. The syllables sway in an ancient ballet, the meaningless sounds that we sing. What's up, everyone? This is Pedro, the GM and creator of Worldwalkers, and welcome to our latest episode. The Dreamwalkers have walked the branches of the Dreaming Tree, and they have come back successful on every front. Now, it's time to meet back at the tavern at the End of Dreams and move on to the next part. However, it seems like there's some unexpected business that still needs to be tended to. Before we get into the episode, I want to take a second and let you guys know that uh, recently, Nick over at Dungeons and Drimbus reached out to me. And we had a really cool talk. He's a really cool dude. And uh, they threw their podcast over my way to check out. And I listened to a bit of it. And I'm, I think it's hilarious. And I think, like, amongst other things, I just kept going back to how insanely well-produced their podcast is. I'm someone that if I'm going to listen to a podcast, it's got to be cleaned up a bit. Like, I don't expect perfection, but I expect, like, some effort and they kill it. Like you're going to flip out when you hear how well produced this podcast is. And it's like, it's ridiculous. It was hilarious. So, you know, I don't do ads on this podcast, but I was so blown away both by the podcast itself, but also how cool and relaxed and, and just awesome that Nick was that I thought, you know what, like, this is not a commercial. It's not an ad. I'm not getting paid for it. Um, they actually offered to trade trailers with me, you know, like I send the world walkers trailer out and they'd put it on their show. I, I'm, I don't have one. <laughs> so, uh, oops, but I wanted to, uh, even though like, I don't have a trailer to trade with them, I still, they, their stuff's awesome. And I figured why not put it out here? So, uh, I'm going to play what they sent me, take a listen. And if you like where it goes, Go check them out. Uh, Dungeons and Drimbus. Go ahead and uh, here, let's listen to it. Miami, Florida. In a 1995 Toyota Camry sits Miami girl Adnama. Like, I don't even know what to say right now because, like, literally, like, I literally, like, I don't have a, like, I can't. Snowbird David Feinstein. It's those damn Republicans. Is it Marco Rubio? Is that the answer? <laughs> Central Floridian and conspiracy theorist Cletus. Obama is a lizard. We know this. And his pet gator, Steve. <sighs> Sensei, can they understand me? Outside, you look up onto the roof of the restroom building and see the Florida man dancing in a circle, chanting, croqueta, 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 and doing a little snort of bath salt off his forearm in between. So he goes, croqueta, 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 croqueta. Hear their tale in Dungeons and Drimbus, available wherever podcasts are found. All right, let's go ahead and jump into our latest episode and find out exactly what it is the Dreamwalkers are going to have to deal with before they move to the end of their story. So, speaking of anything at all, uh, let's, let's get into the game. Deciding that it's time to return back to the tavern at the end of dreams. 
Tristana and Vernon kind of bed down within these tight cavern walls and take a moment. And before you know it, luckily, you find yourselves walking down the stairs of the tavern at the end of dreams, waiting for you at a familiar table, the same table you keep finding yourselves at over and over again. It's your friend Harold, who's apparently already returned from his mission. Whether he was successful or not, I guess you might be able to tell from the look on his face. How does Harold look right now? Um, Harold's hunched over, um, and he's scrolling on a sheet of paper. Um, and he's marking it down and kind of furiously writing. And when he, he would look up and he would be shocked. And he would be like, yes, hey, hello. Harold, holy shit, it's been so long. It has been a long time. You're, look at you. You're alive and in one piece and I'm uh, alive. And I never believed in you. In the same room <laughs> as me. It's been like a year. <laughs> Man. Harold's a little perplexed. He's like, I felt I was only gone for a, for an afternoon. Uh, the, are you okay? A bit of a meta it's... joke because you and no, I no, haven't I'm, I'm played together <laughs> in like a year. For the viewers at home, this is a meta joke. <laughs> <laughs> for the viewers at home and also for Wesley. <laughs> for those staring at their phone while the podcast plays. Yes. <laughs> 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 you okay, Shannon? No, I'm dying. <laughs> I just, Aren't we all? I got too many laughs. All right, what's up? What, what's up, Perrin? Harold, I can't. Perrin? <laughs> Let us have a drink. Vernon sits down for a cup of milk. Your drink of choice uh, appears before you. A whiskey. <laughs> whiskey. Extra, extra H. <laughs> <laughs> How many H's in that whiskey? whiskey. At least three. Whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Joshana, it has been a long time since I've seen you last. <laughs> Please sit at the table. Would you like a whiskey? Uh, <laughs> I would love a whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Vernon as well. How was your How was your trip? Were you successful? Yeah, we uh, we found Paddington and Mabel and and Rolanis and oh man, let me tell you about Rolanis. I don't think and before don't you have a chance to, you hear um, heavy uh, steps coming from the stairwell and coming down the stairs is Greg. Oh hey, hey you guys are back. Hey, there you are. Hey Greg, carefully, cautiously behind Greg are two new individuals. Hmm. Each one of them short in stature, almost childlike in a certain uh, in a certain sense, wearing uh, red tunics with white shirts underneath. Um, kind of dressed a bit similar. Um, the first individual, kind of just real messy, choppy, blonde hair, just kind of looking around, a little cautious. Uh, and then the individual behind him, she, like I said, is dressed a little similar. She has her hair kind of pulled back into a bun and she's looking around and um, she has this uh, 
this hair that is um, it's kind of like a beautiful chestnut brown right now, but there is something about them that makes you feel like you're seeing them the way they want to be seen. Mm. It might be something dreamlike because you are dreamwalkers, because you're of the lucid. You can kind of get that sense, but you're, you're there. The moment you stop thinking about it, you won't think about it again. Hmm. But these two individuals come down the stairs along with Greg. Oh. Who's very excited to see you. Hey, so uh, how'd everything go? Is this, is this them? This is, yes. Okay, so uh, this is Tompkins. He is the architect and this is his uh, wife, Eleanor. And... They were, found him on Verlanis, and they, they're going to help us. Oh, man. It's a pleasure to meet you. And uh, hi. Um, Tristana yeah. goes to uh, shake his hand. He, he shakes your hand. And then Eleanor's hand. Yeah. Mm, yeah. She shakes your hand cautiously. Tristana doesn't notice and just, like, super enthusiastic <laughs> about it for both of them. Yeah. Uh, Harold, like, is checking to make sure they have seats at the table and is moving his stuff. If he's, like, the There are. Uh, you didn't think there were, but there are. A moment ago, it seemed like you only had enough chairs for those available, but there's enough chairs now. Tompkins finds himself staring at this table. It takes a moment longer than would make sense, uh, but then he sits down. Thank you for coming, I know. And thank you, I guess, for... for and he, Harold looks around and... This, right? You've, you've built this? No, I, I didn't... Uh, I didn't build this. <laughs> Who did? Um, this whole thing comes from him, and he points over, and you hadn't noticed. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys know him by Kevin or the bartender. Oh, he's he's Kevin. He's Kevin. Okay, he's Kevin. Yeah, he introduced himself <laughs> he as did. Kevin. Yeah, uh, Kevin is over there uh, cleaning glasses, and he he nods. He's like, "That this is all his. I didn't didn't build any of this." Oh, yeah. Kevin's a great guy. He's, yeah. Kevin? Yeah. that's yeah. Eleanor says said. she kind of looks. That's what he said his name was. Oh, okay. <laughs> Kevin's great, she says. Hmm. I kind of feel like he's using a fake name with us, but I mean. I agree. That's the second person that's questioned that. Yeah. He's always just been the bartender. Oh, hmm. oh so you guys didn't ask uh, what his actual name was either. <laughs> I think she I think squints her eyes. <laughs> Harold to take this moment to be like, well, Greg, it seems like you were successful and you were part of the journey. Um, yeah. And for mine, I spoke to the bard and I, I hope, I don't know. She is forged. I've told her of you, the architect looking over at Tompkins and I don't, I promised them nothing. I, I couldn't ask them to go to war, but there's perchance an army that, that may be accessible. Shall we falter or if things get out of hand? Do you have an army? Oh, we, I don't know. I I told I told the bard about I told Contessa the bard a uh, forged bard on Cog about about this, and I know the forge can tap into the dreaming and our lucid dreamers and asked her to be or to know that it is coming. So a, a plan 
F, if you will. <laughs> cool. Tompkins looks impressed. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, Harold's just now kind of taking stock of the plan at this point and just is looking over at Vernon and Tristana and being like, how did how did it go? Oh, yeah, we met uh, Mabel and Paddington and they told us about what Mercurius was like. Vernon, no. why don't you tell them all about it? <laughs> Tompkins' ears perk up. I'm sorry, my... Uh... Everything happened so quickly. My head's still spinning. <laughs> uh, so the nightmares have the city. The tower has been taken and the nightmares have full control over the city. They were changing the landscape as uh, this group uh, tried to flee. So and you, it you sounds did like see Mabel and Paddington again? Yeah, again? Oh, do you know them? Yeah. Him and Eleanor nod. They helped us get to Rolanus. Yeah. Yeah, Rolanus is real. They're trying to fix something. Because it's not right there. But that's another another tale. Yes, so I met them. They, uh described what the city was like and it how seems bad is it real bad it sounded bad well i guess i i kind of knew a little bit i tried not to look i was there when the city fell oh but i don't really know much about it we didn't go outside i mean that's fair it was if it's that bad it's probably better you didn't so it sounds like we have. It sounds like it's bad. I, did you gather any more information we could use to enter when we enter Rolanus? Or uh, I'm curious. It sounds as though they've changed the landscape. They can actively change it. So, like, you might go through a door and suddenly it's a mouth, and oh. you're being swallowed. That's bad. Mm-hmm. The length of streets might change. We'll see what I can do about that, Tompkins says. Architect, you said you could you could change that? What does that mean? Well To city, right? Yeah, like I'm what I'm hoping I can do is to kind of take back a part of the city. Or at least bring it into focus. Like if they're, if they're trying to, ch- I don't know how good you guys are, but I've, I'm older than I look, and I'm hoping that when I get there, I can kind of give you guys like a bit of stability. I I've talked to Greg, but I don't know if I. I'd like to talk to all of you and, and see what, what exactly it is you guys want from me. Am I on the same page with everyone? So, uh, Harold, I think. Yeah, uh, Harold Harold would hand out a little, like, kind of sprawl out the notes that he was writing. And he goes, I don't, I don't know if I anticipated that you would come into it with us. Um, I think our goal was oh. to. Well. I thought you said that's the only way that you're going to really be able to help us, didn't you, Tompkins? Yeah, I thought you wanted me to come there to 
to help to build to right to do things like yeah I, my if i understand correctly the tower of inspiration has been overtaken that's my understanding from um and it gave the nightmare some ideas so he's like if if the nightmares have the tower then my from what i know um and i don't i don't know much but um they used to be mindless and now i think someone had mentioned that they have focus now yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're they seem pretty to imaginative the ones we've yeah. encountered have called themselves so, the dream hunters so i think like getting them out of the tower is probably a really good idea save the tower save mercurius got it it's, it would certainly help um so if you get me in the tower i can i can take the tower back can can we do that safely you think i don't know how good are you guys this is a great question i are pretty good i think that's debatable Oh, that's I, a lot of answers. What are you talking about? We, 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 great. So I, was I, a lot, I was a lot better a few weeks ago when we were playing Pathfinder. <laughs> <laughs> Eleanor's eyes kind of kind of narrow a little bit, but like Tompkins doesn't notice, and he's like, "I mean, I think that's my role." What? But what did what did you think? He looks at Harold. I yeah. should be doing. So I didn't, I don't, ha I didn't have all the information or we didn't have all the information. So uh, before this, we all set out, Greg went to find you and see if you could talk to the architect to get more information about Mercurius. Um, and if there was a way, I, I believe we talked about at one point that there are mirror, there's a mirror pathway that allows them to leave Mercurius and that we should shut that down first and try to take back Mercurius and then be prepared to at least shut off Mercurius from them spreading further, if you can't. And then possibly we would need you to help us rebuild Mercurius and or build a new Mercurius if we cannot save it. But you know more, and so I don't, I've been to Mercurius, but I don't know how it functions. And so any information you can give and anything you're willing to do in this. I went out and talked to a bard contessa from um from from the forged on cog who has played music that can reach into the dreaming so she's heard of the dreaming and we're hoping to use her as a pathway to warn the forge in case curious falls and or the nightmares are able to escape and that there is a group of of lucid dreamers of you know, known lucid dreamers who can help fight or combat, but I couldn't ask her in good faith to come join me or to come and to battle. I just needed to give her that information and let her decide. Um, and then Trishana and Vernon went and talked to Mabel and Paddington um, to find out, since they were some of the last people that were in Mercurius, to know kind of the state um, and to see if they could gather any more information on the nightmares. So Tompkins takes a moment and he says, the mirror walk, if I know what you're talking about, mm 
is in the court of walkers. And Greg would know that, obviously. So I, I um I guess what does that mean? Like do does I mean Vernon was there once and trained in Mercurius, but I feel like we kind of were just like montaged. Um so I don't know how um, much like that knowledge. I don't well, know if that Greg was covered knows in class. what it means and he looks yeah. over at you. What does it mean? <laughs> Greg, Greg knows what it means. No idea what, what it means. Greg, uh, Greg's like, Dong. I mean, sure, but maybe you should probably explain it. You probably explain it better than me. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, if they've <laughs> taken the mirror walk, then that means they've taken the court of walkers, which doesn't that mean that they've taken out every dream walker, which means like they're like way tougher than maybe this, maybe I was prepared for. Well, not every. We know of at least three besides the three of us. Oh, so they're us. coming too. Uh, I, I no, I <laughs> don't think so. No. They, and Eleanor's like, oh, they just don't want to. Are they busy? No, they they're uh, they're all doing things to try to help too. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure, sure. She says. Where did Alice go? I think once trapped in. Yeah, her Alice tree. isn't here. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where did Alice? Because she, we last saw her on Stars, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hang, hang on, just like so, Shannon actually knows. One got trapped in that dream, right? Yep. Sir Robert got left in the dream to mm-hmm. help the old man move on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What happened to the other one that was with us? <laughs> Greg, would you like to field this question? Other than Alice. Uh, well, uh, let's find out what happened to him. Uh, watch the bonus episode of how Greg ruined everything to get his kid back. <laughs> <laughs> Callion. I yeah, kept so, thinking uh, Kaylin. Sir, whatever, is trapped in a dream. And well, I don't know what happened with uh, Callion. Callion sort of came with me to try to save my son. and uh, We got my son back. Remember how I said, <laughs> you know, the, the the nightmares came to that city and they were kind of, they messed with the mirror walk and everything. And, uh, well, they kind of used it to suck up Callion, I think, sort of. So, oh, okay. he, he might be there. So, he's dead. All right. So well, he might be alive, just, you know, taken so we know Brother bad. Steel. Uh, he's still on Cog. Oh, is he coming? No, no, he's. Uh... <laughs> Eleanor just rolls her eyes. Well, you he, see, he was getting the others, and then her eyes it's narrow. It's important to keep up morale. And she slowly looks to Harold. You didn't. So you didn't expect Tompkins to go. You look at she's like piecing things together. You didn't plan for him to come with you to Macarius. And then like she takes another moment and she goes, "I make no claim that this was a mission. I thought I you think I've said something that would be brought him here in case you fail." Yes. You want him to rebuild. Yes, he's an architect. I don't. I honestly do not know what Greg told you. I, I looked at this. And I guess we've like talked about it's this. really sinking in that you don't know that you can do this. 
we're pretty outnumbered. I mean, we think we can do it, but there's... Well, Tompkins explains, like, like I said, I told Greg, like, there's more to rebuilding a world than just being safe. Like, I... I need a few things. <laughs> I mean, I've done it once. I, I rebuilt Rolanus. Oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh... Well, I guess well, that's a fair question. Do you feel you can rebuild Mercurius if we can the, close the mirror walk? I maybe can, not the best idea. Well, hold on. Wait, I did what I could. Look, I, no, they brought I mean, me the ingredients for a cake, but they forgot some things like the flour. Like, oh, dang. all things considered, you're yeah, welcome, but, he says. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like, you know... We don't want to rebuild Mercurius in uh, another dictatorship world I, on I accident. Well, I explain this. I can rebuild in, inside the dreaming, no problem. I give me time, and I can do that. If you want a world, we've got—that's a whole other thing. Like, I need—I don't even know that I can do it. If you wanted me to, I would need to go to that world and start preparing now. What's more important to you? Me traveling with you into Mercurius? I think that's our best chance. I think so. You too. said if we can get you in the tower, you can take the tower? I can take the tower. I can I can, I can well, yeah. What can you do for Mercurius from the tower? From inside the tower, um first and foremost, if there's nightmares in there and we drive them all out, then they no longer have access to the um, inspirational power of the tower. So I oh, suspect... so they're going to go back to being dum-dums? And he nods and he's like, that's ah. probably it. That would be helpful. Battling them on the way in, I suspect they're going to be pretty tough. <laughs> um, but taking the tower back should really change the, the fight. So that's first and foremost what I can do once I have the tower. I guess I don't, without being inside Mercurius, I don't really know what else you guys need. But if you guys are talking about having a, it's, I guess I don't, I don't know. At the end of the day, I kind of just need to know what you guys want me to do. Do you, do you want me to start working on another world? Well, I think I think our best plan is to save this one. I don't think we should rebuild. I, mean, I, I have we, ideas. I, I, I mean, even if if I if think no about offense, different Tompkins. things, what I could do, I think it'd be like a world with just sky would be pretty. I can't ask you to come out there. I mean, and you can connect them through like fucking cool. That sounds pretty cool. I mean, but uh, like uh, giant crystal that would hold everything together, Mister Mr. Architect, sir. I mean, it's not the worst. What? What's up? Um, before we get ahead of ourselves and start planning new worlds. I mean, here's here's the honest truth. I don't know if we're all coming back from Mercurius. And I can see long term and I can see short term. It sounds like you're the best bet once we get inside of Mercurius to take it back. But I don't know... I can't ask you to do that. 
because I understand. But he already volunteered. And this is our best bet. I mean, I, I already did and kind of we ask we can him. do this. We don't need 8,000 contingencies. We're going to go in there. We're going to kick some nightmare ass. Yeah. And we're going to take back that city. Yeah. Heart of the team. <laughs> <laughs> if you're up for it, it sounds like the best plan. What came all this way? I want to do it right. Yeah, and Tristana high-fives him. It's the weakest high-five you've ever felt. Because he's still thinking about a lot of stuff. But yeah, it's there. Could use a little more enthusiasm, but... I appreciate you not leaving me hanging. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of shrugs. How bad? And he looks at Vernon. How bad what? How bad? How bad did they say it was? It it sounded terrible. Uh, but a lot of the terrible aspects of it came from the fact that they were not lucid. We will have some advantages over what Mabel and Paddington had. And we've been fighting these guys for so long. We have... Look at what we did on the Sky Jewel. Vernie and I, with... Hiero and Layla, so we were at half power, and we beat a ton of nightmares, and we didn't get a rest, and it was just nightmare after nightmare after nightmare, and it's... It's true. It's, we did it. We were hearing tales of people losing faces, and uh, it, it was awful. It, it sounded terrible, but they do not have the power or the control that we have, so we have an ace up our sleeve. Eleanor, both elbows on the on the table, kind of leans forward and she says, "So, I might be confused. What, how, what does victory look like for the group? Like, what do you? So you're gonna get there, you're gonna take back the tower, and then you're gonna capture the this the the mirror walk, and that's it. Well, I mean, well, so we it, get- it seems that Mercurius is sort of infested." with these nightmares and we need to even if we can't we we need to drive the population out or at least down you might be talking about hundreds of nightmares though right well the other thing is though that if we get access to the mirror walk we can find the other dreamwalkers that are still out there we can go wherever yeah but doesn't that mean you have to leave I mean maybe one of us can go but we can come back and but have more people. So it's just hundreds of nightmares in this city, and you're just going to have to kill your way to this mirror and then guard it? And then one of you is going to go out and find more of your people and come back until you have enough to kill all the nightmares? I guess I'm confused. Like, the nightmares, are they this smart that they've taken the city? now maybe yeah it kind of seems like they're this smart with the tower it just seems like there's more to this that I don't understand yeah maybe oh dream hunters dream hunters Harold's mentioned dream dream hunters multiple times but she doesn't know what that is oh okay (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Harold well, would say, "I should start at the beginning, and maybe if we have a, if we all have a full scope, then we can understand 
It started with a dream of me and three others. Two others? Three others, right? Three. <laughs> wow, my brother's not been gone that long, dude. <laughs> no, I forgot about Layla. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh no, it wasn't Frankie. It was yeah, Callie. No. I forgot it was about Callie. Callie. I was like, Greg Damn. said here. Greg was over there. Now I. Slate. Uh. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. And you. No. Yeah. Uh, and Harold would would lay it out. Would start about. Yeah, you know, so you kind of you kind of break it down. I think I did this. I, I think it, I did this the last episode I was in. So it's just like replay that clip here. <laughs> <laughs> so after you kind of recount the history of of your group and kind of give her a better picture, she says, "So it's these 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 dream hunters that are are running the show." Yeah, we think, think they're so. spearheading it. They're also the ones who want us dead the most. Okay. And how many of them are there? Oh, oh there's... Do we, do we know how many there are? They They're seem, kind of hive mindy. Yeah, they work as a collective mind. I think we've ran into... Their, we each met one, but I don't know if that was the extent of them. Oh, I've I've met two. Have I met me? Yeah, they all, like, collectively <laughs> you had a conversation. You killed one, Callie. Oh, right. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> they all had a collective conversation with each of us. Like. Uh, wasn't there something <laughs> special about the one I met? Oh, Pedro's dead. And then I'm they sorry. took over Brother Steel. <laughs> Have uh, I met any? <laughs> Your elbow did. <laughs> hey, Pedro, right, right. Pedro, this is really the first time I'm hearing about these dream hunters. Can you tell me yeah, what they're I about? I feel like it, I've done a terrible job as a GM. I, I haven't f- set up the I'm villain. <laughs> I momentarily forgot that that was a dream hunter. You, you also That's have all. to like... You, you got to give us a break and a pause because we went through a global pandemic. We haven't been playing as normally. Like, there's been a lot of stuff. In I guess room. so. It feels like when you pick up a series and you're like, oh, they're mentioning that guy a lot. Who was he again? Who was that guy I elbowed? Oh, that was the guy I killed in episode castle? five. That yeah. was the guy in the three part episode. It was called Hashtag Grayla. We did that whole thing where it was like a... It was like a milestone on the Patreon. That's right. I forgot about that. So I got oh, my yeah. son back. That's uh, yeah. I almost died from a hundred foot fall or something. And oh yeah, I, Vernie and I actually, we met one of them. We think is their leader. Uh, her name was Nix. And I don't remember anything else about the conversation because it's been half a year. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Pedro, and I don't usually interrupt the podcast, but I wanted to just throw this out there. The episode that they're referring to where uh, they spoke to Nyx, that is in um, The Road to Cosmic. That came out uh, in October. So if you're looking for it, that's where it is. Not quite a year, off by about a number of months. <laughs> Still a long time, but not really a year so if you want to hear that episode it's in uh the road to cosmic thanks i remember she was very smug she gloated about the loved ones that they're holding captive she told us that she didn't think we were doing enough or she was surprised at the little that we were doing i guess so yeah but i think the key is these dream hunters and Harold would specifically Nick's probably. And Harold would repoint to 
the time they went to the future and they saw the world, you know, like covered in ashes and, you know, people screaming in the sky, surrounded by torment and pain. And he, uh, all I know and all I can plan for is to stop that. And Tristana, I'm sorry, I think it calls for thousands of contingencies. Because I'm one goblin with a gun. We are four dreamwalkers, you know, entering a city that is a hundred, hundreds and hundreds. And you may, you two may have fought off a ship, but how many ships fit in Mercurius? And that's when they were coming to, from the dreaming, how much more powerful are they here? Well, kind of like the tavern, Mercurius, like, you know, it grows uh, based on the population. So, I mean, it's like an infinite number of ships, really. Like, because the way that I planned it, planned it out was that, like, it, it's very navigation. Like, you are, it's So, you're telling me it word? can expand infinitely? I mean, I don't want to brag. So, you're. But you're asking how many ships, and I feel like no, I should answer no, that's, that. No, that's, it's a good point. Thank you. Because. Is there a way? We could trap all the nightmares in Mercurius. Do we even know how many there are? Like in wait, in Mercurius? You want to trap them there? Yeah, all the nightmares that are in Mercurius. If we can destroy the mirror walk so they can't get out, can we get it so that they can never leave Mercurius again and the city's gone, but the rest of the worlds are safe? I don't want to answer that question. Tomkin says he looks a little offended. I think that's what real success is going to look like is 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 the closing of Mercurius and the stopping of the nightmares from spreading i he looks don't know if we can upset when he says this but he does he he draws in a breath and he says if you wanted me to he looks up at you all i could seal Mercurius. But I have to be in there. You have to be in there? And Eleanor says, so what he's telling you is that he can't. Their eyes narrow. Can we still make curious? Yeah, what if one of us stays in curious? Yeah, can I still make curious? Tomkin says if you've trained enough, I think the Dreamwalkers can put the city on lockdown. Tell me what I need to do. Find a shooting star? I don't know. Like, I'm not a Dreamwalker. What about Alice? Um, Alice is badass. She said she would never leave Mercurius. We can't volunteer Alice to stay in Mercurius and seal it off. That's, we can't volunteer. That's why I'm asking you. What do we need to do to close Mercurius? You would need to be taught how to. I just well, you know how to do it, don't you? And at this point, you can almost sense the frustration in Harold's voice. I guess give if we have time, give me time. I can try to show you how to do it. I, sure. I can't deal with I can't deal with try can you show me I can tell you that I don't think we 
and he says, and I'm sorry. Can Let this, me tell you this can way. I can show you how to uh, play a game. I can't guarantee that you can win. Make sense? Like, I can show you. We can sit here with some, you know, a couple shot glasses, and we can work on it, and I can show you how to. So you get to the point where you can kill the reflection of the shot glass. Can you do a whole city? I don't know. You'd have to get there and try. Like, I don't... I built the city. I'm pretty good at this stuff. Um, I know I can do it. I can teach you, but I don't know if you can shut down every window, every glass, every mirror, every broken shard that might be lying in the streets. Like, do you see what I'm saying? I'll learn to. More people more of a chance of success yeah uh harold would grab his fist as though this is the way you interact with like (laughs) and he'd be like i am telling you and he would look him in the eye you know harold has his big like wide goblin eyes and he'd be like i can learn i can't do i can't build worlds i can't i can't lead an army of the forged against an ever unending nightmare but I can fucking take a shot and close a city down the only thing that you won't be able to do I know this for a fact you'll need to be in front of the mirror walk to seal it the mirror walk is an artifact it's far more powerful than you can simply shut down with a thought You might have to travel the city, shutting it down sector by sector. Give me a map of the city. (laughs) You'll shut it down. Oh, I could do that. I've never drawn the map. I probably should have drawn the map. Yeah. Yeah, at that point, Harold, like, slams down a sheet of paper and a pen, (laughs) you know, like, flips over the sheet of paper and a pen, and he goes, draw the map. He slides it back to you. It's already filled out. That was, wow, great job. Ooh, I love this, this... Very nice, comp, you know, compass rose up here. Very nice. Excellent yeah. cross-hatching. I, I, I love the key here. Oh, that's There's great. an unnecessary amount of cross-hatching. Like, he cross-hatched <laughs> as if that's what makes him a better artist. I love the idea, too, that the map is really tall, but his, but him, his like, signature to it is very large. <laughs> if Here's the thing. If the city grows, the map is going to grow. So keep an eye out for that. I think step one... Harold and I learn how to stop the mirror walk, stop travel out of Mercurius, seal off Mercurius. Step two, we go in, we take the tower first, get rid of the dream hunters, get rid of their imagination, see if sealing the city off is necessary because we might be able to do this without being trapped inside forever. Step three, Harold, there's your contingency. You and I will shut down the city. Uh, Everyone who's going goes, Vernon, Greg, Tompkins, you get out of there. Harold and I will seal the city. When the city's sealed, can it be unsealed? That's what I was just gonna ask. As long as you're still alive, Tompkins says. See, I think we have to go in, seal the city, and then try to take it. 
Because if we die in a t trying to clean out the tower, then why did we go? But can we seal it without taking the tower? That's a great question. Tompkins nods. You can seal it without taking the tower. I think we need to get rid of the biggest threat first. How do we seal it without taking the tower? Well, I would show you guys how to will the like it's it's simply a matter of dream control removing the reflections the problem with you know the 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 nightmares travel through reflections not glass they could travel through armor if you keep your armor buffed enough vernon scuff it up <laughs> i didn't need armor um no so yeah so the the bait is do you shut down the brains before trying to lock in the city or do you right. lock in the city with that part being harder because they still uh, have if we in lock in the city if we lock in the city we don't have Tompkins so we can't ever shut down the brain the city isn't and that they big. might figure out look at your map that city fits on that little piece of paper you didn't have a very big parchment mm-hmm that parchment it's not that large guys the city this this means a couple of things and he's looks a little sad when he says this the city's as big as it needs to be look at this and he points at it mm. it looks like a town maybe it's a just village. like the tower and the is it just like the tower it's just the general? tower the court of walkers and not much else <laughs> And he looks, re he looks really upset when he says this. He's like, do you know how many people are not here right now? But the fact that it's still there means that there are still people to save. No, it doesn't. No? This means that everyone's dead. Ev everyone? Everyone. But then how, how is it still there then? The nightmares count as people. No, it's they don't. That's the problem. I it's still there. It it exists like it's something I built. It just grows past this to accommodate the the the, the lost that show up there. Guys, locking this down is doable. But you're gonna. No, no, you're going to have to scatter. You're going to have to split up. And if you rush, if you get where you need to get, if you get to the right areas, you can lock the whole city down at once. Ooh. But it's going to take all four of us. Yeah. Once you seal it, you're in there with your dream hunters. They're not getting anywhere unless they take the mirror walk. And if they take the mirror walk and they leave, they can't get back in unless they get back in through the mirror. You see what I'm saying? If this is your plan, you have a real shot at this, guys. If I go with you, 
I can seal the whole town. And Eleanor says, but then how you... Hmm. She... And he... They look at each other and he says, I don't... There's a lot going on. Um... He kind of runs his fingers through his hair. All I know is that whether I'm there or not, this is doable. You can seal this whole town up. You can trap them there with you. You might be able to to get into Macarius. If you study this if you study this map, there's no reason you can't enter where you want to to a degree. You can't get near the tower. The town isn't built that way. You can never enter near the tower. It's it's the way that I built it for you know, for reasons. Um, but if you, you could each start in a different sector, a different section of the town, seal it, then all you gotta do is find your way to each other. Okay. Okay. Or I go with you. Well, I think... I don't think we can ask you to do that. I I think you should stay here. I don't think we should even... Vernon and Greg didn't volunteer to be sealed up in this city. I don't want to force anyone into anything. No, it's it's fine. I think we should all take a moment, walk away, and make that decision and come back. And mainly because I have to pee. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it's also like a good story beat, right? Like everyone kind of reflects on them live and make decision Mm -hmm. to enter Mercurius. Yeah. Yeah, you're not. And then that way also, because it, it really what it does is it gives Tompkins space to talk it over with Eleanor. Um, but before we split, Eleanor says, I want to make sure I understand correctly. You all need the tower back. You need to reclaim the mirror walk. And you have to execute all of these dream hunters. Is that right? Sounds right. Mm-hmm. Ideally. Okay. She gets up and her and Tompkins walk away to go have their conversation. Go, Wesley, go. <laughs> I'm going to go potty. <laughs> talk amongst, um, speak amongst yourself. Uh, Tristana spends her reflection time uh, writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is writing a letter and also uh, filling in uh, more pages to her journal. Cool, cool. Greg spends his time going up and sitting in the room with the sun. Vernon's just sort of um, playing with his glass of milk and watching all of his companions do what they do. Mm -hmm. Harold didn't move. Uh, Harold is just staring at the map and is trying to like memorize it and also take in what it means to be like a potentially infinite city that has been destroyed to this. You know, it only like it only lights that fire uh, in Harold, you know, because he's seen like it's like the flashbacks of when he was a young goblin um, in the cities, you know, where he was enslaved. And then like and then again, with seen a, de- you know, like he just is like replaying every kind of horrific encounter with them. Um, and he's just, you know, like. He's he's taking all that in, you know, and it's only like 
it's like the equivalent of dramatic music playing, but there's like a fire in his eyes and he's ready to, he's ready to do this now. Like he didn't need to go off and have the conversation because he was full in. And he might look up at some point at Vernon and he goes It's not your fault. <laughs> and he would look back down. <laughs> That, yep, that's all. Just a chuckle. <laughs> yeah, and then they would wait until anyone was ready to come back. Yeah. I feel like I also need to have a conversation with Hikari because I kind of just signed her up to be sealed in the city without. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go on, get. <laughs> Release Hikari now. <laughs> guess, uh, guess what? I Hikari? mean, maybe you're the you're the mayor of the city. Guess there's some downsides. <laughs> the tavern door opens, and in comes. A uh, an individual, almost wrapped and soaked in these inky blotches and strands, and she shuts the door, breathing heavily, and looks over at you. It's Alice. Hmm. And she begins to um, make her way towards the table, where a stiff drink is waiting for her. When you say inky blotches and she's strands. covered in nightmare. An in dead nightmare. Oh, dead. Okay, just like yeah. I was like, wait, is she bringing them in here? Hang on. Whoa. She sits down and she's like, "So this is all that's left." Seems to be. Shakes her head. I'm sorry for your loss. She doesn't know Greg's upstairs. Just so you guys know. Oh. <laughs> oh, I kind of thought I was in another room uh, yeah, as well. I or think like, so too. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, yeah. it's just, it's just Harold and Vernon sitting there. Oh, oh Greg is upstairs. Tristana's back there. Oh, oh, hey, she are waves. you? Are you okay? Well, I mean, I'm fine. None of the nightmares can get in here, but they're starting to. They were starting to surround the place. Oh shit! We've got to move soon then. The tavern still has other patrons in it also, right? It's not just us. No, it's just you. Oh, wow. The problem is that people who show up at the tavern show up at the door. Oh, no. So. Oh, no. They're okay. Did you Did you guys find the architect? We found the architect. We have a map of Mercurius. It sounds like we can go in and shut it off, close it down to at least stop the nightmares. And possibly take it back. Oh, you're talking about shutting it down instead of just killing the reflections. Well, originally we were going to just kill the reflections so they can't sneak up on us. But you're talking about sealing it up completely. That's it's bold. It's smart. Yeah. If we seal it up, we stop them. If we can take back the tower, then we can reopen it up with the architect. But if nothing else we can stop them and then we can cause the same destruction they want to cause to us. Are you taking the architect with you? We're letting him decide now. But he's stupid. <laughs> Damn. Eleanor I mean, no offense, like, he's, we might need to make that call for him. What if he decides to be brave and that's not the right call? Like, what if we need him to rebuild? He didn't seem willing. He he made it sound like that's a much bigger job 
than we could understand. Well, he's dumb. Driving back the nightmares and hunting down the dream hunters in an infinite city is hard, too. It's not an infinite city. Used to be. Point at the map. That's all it is now. It feels much less like a city and more like a cage. Or more like a trap. That kind of hits her pretty hard and she kind of leans back a bit, but she keeps her focus and she says, I don't know where the conversation went, but um, here's, here's our other option. I think, I thought we brought him here as a backup. Mm-hmm. Do I misremember that? No. Then mm-hmm. we have, if that's still our, we have to decide. I mean, look, he seems like a nice guy. I don't want him causing confusion. We're the dreamwalkers. We're the ones that are in charge of the dreaming and the waking and its safety. At some point, he may not get a complete choice. If our job is to keep him safe in case something goes wrong, if the plan changes, it's because of us, not because of him. None of us want this. None of us asked for this. We're doing what we have to do, not what we want to do, not what we think is, you know, fair. Can he or can he not rebuild a world? Yes. He says he has. Okay. Then I think it's as simple as this. We make the call. We tell him what it's going to be. And he can honestly squared away however he wants to there's a chance to save Mercurius. is that is that worth it we need to do more than save Mercurius. Mercurius is a dream we need to save the dreaming and the waking we need to find out what that what are they even up to in there like we don't even know what their goal is what if we go into Mercurius and these dream hunters just leave because it was all a trap. Like, we gotta hunt them down, we gotta take them out, and we gotta figure out what they're even up to. Alice is on my side. Yeah. I- we gotta come together and figure this out and tell him. We can't let him make the calls. Well, he agreed to show us how to shut down the mirror walk, and. He made it sound like he doesn't have to be there for it. So I think once we learn that, if we can trap them in there with us, then we do exactly that. And he can stay here. I think that's the play for you guys. I believe my job is to stay here and protect him, right? So here's the toughest question I'm going to have to ask you guys. We got to come up with the answer together. Um, She says, Tristana, can you you go get Greg and, and come here? We have to... We have to do something. Okay. No. So after a uh, quick knock at the door and a retrieval of Greg, the Dreamwalkers are once again together. And she says, I appreciate that this is difficult for the architect. But like I was telling Vernon and Harold, we're the Dreamwalkers. This is our job. We make the call. If we went all the way out there and wasted all this time to go get the architect, the only thing in existence that can build and rebuild worlds... We got to use them for that. This is this is my proposal. We brought him here in case things go wrong. Is that that's still I, you know, I asked Harold and Vernon. That's do we all agree that was the reason? Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We can't let him get us all mixed up on that. That's still got to be the plan unless somebody hates this plan now. No, I completely agree. We can't have him seal himself in the city. Yeah. That's... We have to do that. So here's what we need to do then. As difficult as this is. He's rebuilt a world before. Well. He didn't? I I mean, there's an asterisk. What's the asterisk? It's not right. She doesn't seem happy with the way that he built it. Oh, um, well, she kind of shrugs. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The world's so different. It's barely even the same world. Are they alive? I mean, probably, but I don't know. Yeah, at that point, Harold. Alice has like, and this is just some people who are um, more socially aware. Really, Alice doesn't have this sort of humor or this sort. Like, she doesn't understand. (laughs) She's having a real hard time grasping whether, like, how serious this is. Like, she's like. If he can't do it, he can't do it then, I guess. I thought he could. He can, but a world, there's so much more to the world than just a spot. So do we hate this idea now? Should he not be re... No, no, no. There's just an asterisk. That's all. I mean, the important part of the... Look, the important part of the world is the the people, really. If we can save the people, that's... And the spirit of the world's different. How how the people think are different, and how they act are different, and the rules of the world are different. I mean, there's still there's still people, though. They're still there. There are still people, but are they the same? And then Harold would hold up and go, "This used to be infinite. That's this is it. This is it of an infinite city, a world that lives even different, even wrong." Is better than nothing. Difference better than dead. And then finally, Alice kind of takes a half beat and goes, "You're from that world." Yeah. Even though Tompkins rebuilt Rolanus, my home world is gone. She looks down and she says, "I um, I don't know if I fully understand, but I don't even know where I'm from." And so I, and she has like a more sympathetic look and she cuts herself off. The point is, he can ensure an existence if we fail. And if this is true, we have to make one of the most difficult decisions we've ever made. We got to pick a world. We got to pick which world survives. And then we got to make sure that he does what he has to. Wait, all this and we're just saving one world? We need to... We need to tell him what to do if we fail, right? (sighs) Whatever he needs to to rebuild a world, we got to be ready for that. Yeah, he said they, uh, the people who... Helped him rebuild. Lannis forgot the flour for the cake. Okay, if ingredients is the analogy, we gotta get these ingredients now. Him and I will go out and we'll get what we need. But we gotta pick a world. We gotta pick it right now. 
thanks so much for listening to this episode of World Walkers. Uh, as always, we want to thank the musicians for their contributions. We want to thank Sirenscape as well. And there are links to the show notes there. Also, uh, I want to thank all of the patrons that made this possible. If you want to find out more about what's happening over on the Patreon side of things, head on over to patreon.com slash worldwalkers. We'll see you next time.